Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of the In the Life of Jeff show. I'm Jeff. Today is Saturday, August 7th, 2021. Before we get rolling, I just want to say a huge thank you for those that are listening on Anchor FM and watching on YouTube. I truly have a blast doing these in the future. I hope to continue making episodes forever. Today's episode is sort of different. I am actually combining this as a blog and a podcast episode. I have been insanely busy and have a few updates that I want to share. I also have two big surprises and I am totally stoked. One surprise actually isn't really a big surprise, but it was when I found out a few weeks ago. My main big surprise is finalized. The surprises will be revealed later on, so don't go away. So, let's talk pre and post COVID-19. So, I have been stuck at home since February 2020, last year. Our Costa Rica trip got canceled. Not surprised one bit. I actually had a dream that we didn't go. I was very excited, but once we canceled, I was like, okay. We have more chances to go. I got fully vaccinated this year. First shot was in March, in and out like an hour. The security people my first go around were absolutely grouchy. So, my dad immediately got scolded at for entering the wrong way. First lady had no issue. Her partner apparently had a big mouth and kept lecturing us how we didn't read signs or for not having our listening ears on. She kept shouting, if you guys would open your eyes, you would not enter the wrong door. Then she was rude helping us get to the right door. Security in the waiting room were worse. One guy had us sit even when the other guys called us. We finally broke free and ignored the guy near the seats. The other guys were actually nice. One said don't listen to him. Apparently the Grinch was the head of the clinic so he was just doing his gig strictly. After I got home, I had no issues afterwards. Minor sore arm but that was it. Shot 2 was in April was a breeze. Security was way nicer the second time. Actually, it was less waiting and less time. My mom and I were done in 15 minutes. I feel like after the first time, it's easier for the second round less forms to fill out, less waiting, and in and out like stealth. A few hours later, I felt like crap afterwards, had a slight fever around 3 a.m. and immediately, my cue was to get Tylenol, I grabbed two, felt fine after two hours at 5 a.m., had no issues since 5 a.m. I haven't seen any of my day program friends or staff since February 2020, occasionally, I zoom on a few meetings, but they only last 30 minutes. I catch up with my case manager once or twice a month. Now, I miss my volunteer gig at a private TV studio. I still do weekly Zooms with my buddy who runs the studio. He helped teach me awesome and fancy stuff on Phi.mil Cutpro in Motion. He helped finalize my big California trip videos. He helped me fix the torture chamber of my brother's wedding videos. And he helped me create my awesome interests for my videos. Big shout out thank you to him for teaching me tricks. I have a few big dilemmas. I love not waking up every day at 6.45 a.m. and love being home. 
I walk almost every day or every other day or every three days. I am doing between a mile or 1.07 miles or 1.10 miles. I did do 1.31 miles. I have bad kids. On good days, I go the limits. On bad days, I avoid walking and rest the hips for a few days or weeks. I go down my street. I stop at the stop sign and go back but I pass my house. I walk around the corner and do a few houses. Then I turn around and head home. I sometimes bring the dogs. I have one problem that is driving me insane. Cars fly down my street and have no clue how to freaking slow down. If I see someone flying, I put my arm up and do the slow down. When they see me, I immediately get yelled at. 99% of the time, people actually slow down. The other 50% are Grinches that have no clue how to drive and just yell. My second big dilemma is that I am leaning towards not going back to my day program. I love the people and the program. I have been there since 2006, going on 15 years this October. I have a few minor and major issues with a few people but not sharing the major ones with you guys. A few people can be very annoying. Not saying do, they don't know to keep quiet or they are constantly interrupting people. So, one minor story to share that still bugs me. So, I have a big high school ring and I sometimes wear it at my day program. So, I was doing my morning groups, two of the people, again not saying do. On this particular day we're just driving everybody in the room absolutely insane. One was talking non-stop, the other one was not listening. During our break, I announced that my brother was getting married in California in 2019 and I was in the wedding party. Both of them suddenly disappear to wash hands. We suddenly hear one of them start yelling, Jeff's getting married down the hall. I suddenly get all flustered and tell the staff in the room. Later at three, the other one says Jeff's getting married in California and he is moving away. His last day is tomorrow. We are gonna miss him. Two false rumors and totally not called for. I had to defuse the rumors. The next morning, they started up again and I got so annoyed. The staff talked to both of them and the rumors stopped for a month. A month later, rumors restarted up again. This went on from June till mid-August. Finally, I lost my cool and snapped. Every day was these false rumors and I couldn't handle it. Finally, I told my case manager and she laid down the laws and the rumors stopped. Third dilemma, in December, I took my usual vacation time during the Christmas and New Year's week. I came back in January 2nd, New Day program changes. My day program is notorious for announcing changes or rules or anything staff related anytime I am sick, not in the building, or on vacation and they lay the changes right when I come back. So, our director of I think of employment decided to jump ship and leave. All of a sudden, we are doing a room draft for 128 people. They decided right when I started my lunch to announce that everyone go in the hall. Then they give you paper with a room name. I felt like I was ordering food at a restaurant but without the numbers on the paper. 
I get drafted to the room downstairs. I had to bring all my stuff downstairs and I was not in a happy mood. Already wasted 45 minutes and I was starving. I loved the big room where I was at before the switch cause it was massive. I had my own table and was close to the restroom. I spent a year in a tiny room and felt squeezed but I slowly got used to it. It's good. I have six friends in the same room with me. Then, COVID came and ruined everything. So, I am in a pickle. Do I announce that I am not coming back? Or do I wait a year and return next spring? I have no clue what to do. Again, I love the staff and I have great friends. I just don't want to deal with the annoying shenanigans. I have been seeing a massage therapist once a month. I'm heading into my fourth session in a few weeks. My guy is awesome. First session was just a run through experiment to see how we would do together. I am unable to do some stuff, but we both are modifying stuff each session till we find our groove. We are hitting my back since it gets tight, my hips, my arms, which sometimes they don't need it, my wrists and legs. The two most important areas are the back and hips, especially my right hip the most. Each session afterwards feel fantastic. I am scheduled till December 2022. I hope we lock in our groove and I can start pushing my walking miles. That's my goal, but I highly doubt it. A little family update. Last November was pretty rough for my family. My dad's mom, my Nana, passed away a week before Thanksgiving. She was 90. She had major health issues April till November. Constantly in and out of doctor offices won't go into details on what was up with her. Hospital was insanely strict on visitors. Sadly, my brothers and I didn't say goodbye to her or see her those months leading up to her last hours. Everybody was well prepared. That was rough. A month ago, we all had a small but super casual send off at her grave with the cousins, the uncles, the aunts, and the grandbabies. It was super great seeing everyone, but I have a prediction that we won't see each other this winter if the Delta variant causes havoc. I was talking with my cousin Mike at a table and he said the same thing as me. He said he 100% predicts that our usual Christmas Eve won't happen. To be honest, I completely agree with him. If the new Delta variant causes havoc, I totally don't see it happening till at least December 22nd. Now, if November comes and the variant settles down, I sorta see us hanging up, but it's tough to estimate between July and December, long ways to go still. I did see my cousins on my mom's side a few weeks ago and we were definitely full aware of our surroundings. It was at my house with the giant pool so we were definitely socializing but not as we used to. We hugged but immediately washed hands and stuff. So, I just had a major blow up W my mom a few weeks ago. She was pissed at me. You guys know that I love to joke around. I'm funny, I'm helpful, and I love my family. So, I have a stash of Tylenol in my bathroom and she needed two. Jokingly, I told her no just to see if she was paying attention. She immediately fired back yelling at my face that I'm selfish. Then she yelled, 
go find your own apartment where everything is yours. You are 36 years bleeping old. Then she went to brush her teeth. I thought she was over. I was surely mistaken. When I was brushing my teeth, my bathroom door flies open. She's in my face yelling. You get a freaking job. We are not living like this for another year. Then I hear her yell. You are not grateful for your own family. Then she stormed off to tell dad some stuff about me. I was truly heartbroken. I was just teasing her. Didn't expect a huge blowout. Since then, we have been talking to each other. It was a rough few weeks cause she wasn't in the mood even though I asked her how was her day? How was work? How was dinner? She kept ignoring me. The good thing is, we are fully talking now. Thank the Lord. I was worried. Last week I was in Vermont with my mom, my dad and my nephew Johnny. I haven't been in Vermont like in 10-15 years. I had fun reliving the old days. I used to ski every or every other winter on a few weekends. Just stepping back in time last Monday gave me chills. Everything has changed. No tile floors that used to kill everybody if wet. No huge couch that we used to do annual pictures. No tiny TVs that we all baited with a passion. The floor is wood that looks awesome. Two huge Roco TVs. New couches. Heated bathroom floor in the downstairs that I was in heaven with. New shower doors on both floors. The downstairs shower I hated cause when wet, it's ice rink. If they had handle bars, I would be safer. We saw my mom's sister and family almost every night. They rented a massive place three minutes away. I had my walkie-talkies as an experiment cause they never reached my brother ten minutes away in Vermont. They worked perfectly a little staticky but nothing major. It was mainly for Johnny so he could communicate with the other kids his age and older. We on our first to second last day took a group of the kids to Jackson Gore to do the Timber River. It's a short alpine family style coaster. We did it 10 years ago and I was craving it. We had five adults and six kids. We all had a blast. Ben and I absolutely flew down and beat everybody else down. It was awesome. On Saturday, we went on a hike before we headed home. I had a blast, but man, that hike absolutely killed my body. I think it was crossed between being sore from the wild timber river Thursday and the hike. I enjoyed it. So, we had to do the chairlift up to our starting point. It was a 10-15 minute ride. Great wind breeze action. The sun when we sat down felt amazing on the seat cause my back definitely needed it. The sun heated the seats and it felt amazing. Once we got to our starting point, we made the trek up to the fire tower. The hills were definitely interesting and steep in some areas. The last big hill was the steepest. Of course, we get lost. My dad thought we needed two head straight. No. We actually needed to back down a few then turn into the woods. Once we found the hidden trail, we were golden. The rocks were slippery and I got nervous. Going down was more entertaining than going up. Going up was scarier I think because of the slippery rocks. We finally made it to the tower and I stayed down with my dad while the two daredevils, my mom and my nephew Johnny went up to the top. 
we had a little sprinkles, but we needed to get to our chairlift spot quickly. Made it to the chairlift spot, but made a detour to rest our legs and have waters in the little restaurant. As we were leaving, we suddenly heard thunderstorm warning. Chairlift is inactive till it passes over the speakers. It lasted a half hour before we headed back down in the chair. After lunch, we packed the car up and made our trek home. Now, Johnny and I made the mistake of having a big water right before we left. My mom said, we are not stopping for potty breaks. Huge mistake two hours and 31 minutes in. I suddenly wake up from a deep sleep having to do a major bathroom visit. We were 15 minutes away from dropping Johnny off at his home, but I was gonna explode. Then, Johnny says, I am gonna explode too. We both ran into a restaurant. It was funny. Now, before I end, I got some two surprises in store. You guys are gonna be so jealous. I am going on a little family vacation. Not Disney related. I am headed to San Diego next Tuesday. This trip was totally unplanned and unannounced. My brother and his wife were talking in June that they wanted to see Uncle Kev, my brother and Auntie Gracie, my sister-in-law, for a few days. My mom said, excellent, we will watch the Rugrats for you. My brother immediately said, no, we would love to have you three along with us. We want to do a Ash family vacation with Mimi, Grandpa, Uncle Jeff, Auntie Gracie, Uncle Kev, and the kids. We agree. Now, there's a slight twist that I will get to later on. We depart next Tuesday till the following Tuesday. We are excited. We have the racing ponies lined up, Legoland, and other things. That's our itinerary for next week. Now, for the twist, I'm actually going back to sunny San Diego in October with my friend Erica. We got Jackson Brown and James Taylor tickets. I am so shocked that I have San Diego to look forward twice. So, here's what actually happened in April. JT released his tour schedule and Boston wasn't on the list. Erica and I were so bummed that he skipped Boston. So, I went to see the schedule and our options were decent but not great. I saw a list of Ohio, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Columbia, MD, Atlanta, GA, Hershey, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, then Colorado, Utah, Washington, and California. In California, it was San Francisco or Anaheim. Suddenly, I see in tiny print, way at the bottom on the page, San Diego, the wheels in my brain immediately started spinning. I suddenly text my friend that JT is in San Diego. How fun would it be to see Kevin Grace, do SeaWorld, the San Diego Zoo, and San Diego Safari Park? She replied, that would be awesome. I will definitely think about it. Two months later, the idea got some traction. I texted my brother Kev saying, how San Diego? I miss you. He replied saying, we are great. Excited to see Erica and you in October. So, he sort of spilled the beans, but I pretended like nothing happened. July 4th came and Erica came just to look at flights I sent her. The week before, 
we sorta hatched out a plan just in case we actually pulled the trigger. Our original plan was flying out on October 28th till November 3rd. We decided to ditch November 3rd and fly home on November 2nd. We actually agreed that Thursday to Tuesday would be better instead of Thursday to Wednesday. On July 4th, we just did a shopping spree. We got our hotel, our James Taylor tickets, and both of our flights all booked. The JT tickets were a challenge. Erica told me that she thought about of announcing this trip as a birthday surprise, then decided, nah, I'll just tell him, then said, nah, if Jeff's planning, he already knows so let me just ditch the surprise. Then, she said I already talked with Grace and Kat, the three of us schemed a week ago, I was cool with any idea she had. I wasn't gonna say that I already knew if Kev spilled the beans. Erica and I are stoked. This trip will definitely be interesting. Our own finalized schedule for our October trip is we depart good old Boston the Thursday, October 28th. Friday is the San Diego Safari Park. Saturday is the San Diego Zoo with probably Kev and Grace. They said yes, but I have a feeling. Kev changes his mind and it's just Grace or they both ditch us. I went years ago to all three parks with my family. I don't remember a single thing so I decided to add those three places for us two animal lovers too. Also, I am watching the San Diego Safari Park and Zoo on Discovery+. Plus. I'm addicted to that series. Sunday is totally up the air. My Patriots play the Los Angeles Chargers, so we four are debating do we snag tickets and drive two hours north or just be bums and watch them somewhere else. Monday is SeaWorld, so I thought of killing time browsing SeaWorld since it's tiny before our grand finale at night with Mr. James Taylor, then we fly home Tuesday. That's our itinerary for October, but things might get shuffled. The time you guys listen and watch this, I'll be on a plane with my family flying to San Diego Tuesday. I am so not ready for the 4 or 5 a.m. wake up call. Also, I will not be happy if TSA screws with me. That will be another podcast in the future. If I start talking now about it, I will get super stressed. Well, that's all for today's episode. I want to thank you for watching and listening for the newest episode. I absolutely have a blast doing these on Anchor FM and on YouTube. Please join me next time where I interview Ken Purdy where we talk about wrestling and Disney. This is the In the Life of Jeff Show saying have a fabulous weekend. Peace.